Hello, my name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and welcome to Patient Stories, episodes about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Mr. F. was referred to me from the primary care clinic because of presumed seizures. He was an older-looking fellow with a disheveled appearance and dark bags under his eyes who seemed to need a good night's sleep. I introduced myself to him and led him to the clinic room where he sat on the chair after moving it into the corner several additional feet from me. I asked him why he was doing this and he noted that he was afraid he'd have a fit and didn't want to fall and hurt himself. This launched us into his history. He was only in his late 30s, surprisingly. He attended the high school locally and never had done very well because of his fits. His mother was too busy with his two older brothers to worry about him. He had never known his father. He hadn't finished high school and he went to work at the local grocery store in shipping and receiving, but was fired because of what were called seizures. He didn't quite know what would happen since he'd wake up on the ground, but had never lost bowel or bladder contents and could almost remember slumping to the ground and being unable to move when he woke up. I was paralyzed or something, he said, and sometimes I felt drunk. I nodded and he went on. My bosses didn't like that and they couldn't rely on me, supposedly he said, somewhat bitterly. So they said I needed to see a doctor, but I didn't have insurance, so I just told them I did, but kept having the fits. So they fired me. Mr. F then relayed that job after job, he'd had seizures, and as well, sometimes for no reason, he would have slurred speech and would fall asleep after he sat down to rest or at lunch. I guess I just wasn't getting enough sleep, he said. I think I need a lot of sleep. In the last job, he related that his boss thought he was drunk and warned him that if he saw him like that again, he'd be fired on the spot. That's the last thing I remember before I found myself on the ground, he said. My boss had a cow and let me go on the spot. I asked if he smoked or used abusive drugs and how much he drank. Nothing. I don't do any of that stuff, he said emphatically. I found out there was a clinic here from my lady friend, continued Mr. F. He had apparently met her at the homeless shelter where he stayed most of the time. I don't like doctors, never have. Don't do much for you. But Dr. Ann upstairs, she's really nice, and she sent me here to take care of my fits. I assured Mr. F. that I'd do everything that I could to help him. Do you get sleepy often? I asked. He said he was sleepy all the time unless he'd take a nap. But even then, he'd get sleepy after feeling awake. The shelter is good, but it's noisy even at night, he reported. I told him that we'd need to schedule some tests and have him come back to see me afterward. That's fine. Don't have much else to do, he quipped. I was suspicious about Mr. F., not because I didn't believe his story, but because this didn't seem like the usual seizure story. His recall of the event his lack of anyone reporting that he'd been shaking, no loss of bladder contents. It could still be seizures, but less likely. His sleepiness seemed out of character as well. After thinking about it some more, I ordered the EEG to evaluate his brainwaves and scheduled him to come back and see me. A week later, I got a call from the EEG suite asking me about my patient, Mr. F. They wanted to know more history, which I provided. They told me that I should come down to the suite to look at his EEG. Did he seize during the recording, I asked. The fellow noted, just come down and we can talk about it. When I arrived, the fellow opened up the recording and showed me the page. What do you see? He asked me. 
I looked at the squiggly lines, trying to find the seizure activity, but not seeing any. In fact, he was in a deep sleep on this page. Right, said the fellow. This is about three, maybe four minutes after we set him up. I looked again and saw the change from his deep sleep into rapid eye movement or REM sleep. Is this right, I asked? Is he in REM already? The fellow smiled and said, Yep, you got it. I don't think he belongs here. He needs to be in MedStar, that building, with those guys. It all started to make sense. The fits, the sleepiness, the recall, the responsiveness to emotionally charged interaction with his boss. Mr. F more than likely didn't have seizures. He had narcolepsy. When I saw Mr. F again, I discussed with him that his fits probably were not seizures, but in fact a manifestation of a sleep disorder which had been causing his symptoms for some time. His initial response was not a surprise, but relief. I knew something was going on. That had to be me being tired all the time, he said. Can you cure it? I told him that while this couldn't be cured, it could be treated, and I would be scheduling him to get both a sleep study as well as another study subsequently in the next morning to be evaluated in a specialty clinic for this disorder. You're not going to do it now? Are you just passing me off? I made it clear that the sleep study and other consultations would be done soon and that I would continue to follow him like his primary care doctor. Okay, good. I hate getting lost in the system. Then he said something that I won't ever forget. No one ever cared before. It was an excuse to get rid of me. Everyone just wanted to get rid of me. I told him that my hope was that we could get him the treatment that he needed and that his quality of life would significantly improve. While Mr. F. had his sleep study done, which confirmed his diagnosis of narcolepsy, he was treated with both medications and scheduled naps, as well as some important lifestyle changes, and he did very, very well. He was able to get a job within the hospital in the mailroom and did not have any additional problems with his fits. When I would occasionally see him in the hallway, he always greeted me warmly, and always, when we parted, he would say, thanks for everything. We lost touch, but as far as I know, He's still there working today. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.